I used to do lots of things. So, um, I'm thinking about reaching out to Hooters, um, okay. so we can get some money from them because I am drinking, yeah, uh, their dark rum, which is quite terrific. Is that the same bottle that you just keep buying that? I just keep buying it. Why is it good? Uh, not really. It's um, <laughs> but it is cheap. It's like eight bucks for a, yeah. a bottle. So, all right, wait. Show? Can you show up to the camera? I want to see yes. it because I've never seen. We're a little classier over here. Yeah. Hooters. Just this is like is it black rum? Is that what it says? This is dark rum. Oh, dark rum. Yeah. All right. That's doing it for you, huh? <coughs> yeah, I guess the job done. I used to drink a lot of rum. I don't mm. as much anymore. No. Oh. Um, but but dark rum, you gotta be careful with that. That should give you a gnarly hangover. Yeah, I'm uh I I yeah, you know, I'll be I'll be careful, Ben. All right, thank you. You be careful out there. <laughs> Oh man, I heard that rum's up to no good these days. <clears throat> Let's. Um, well, we didn't see each other last week, so I had some separation anxiety. Oh, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how uh, are you? I'm doing all right, homeboy. I, uh, You're I working busy. hard or hardly working? <laughs> oh, um, yeah, no, I was working. I, I, I had a bunch of articles, and I had some events I had to work at. Uh, we held bait, a goth night. Clickbait bullshit. You're... <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I demean your career. <laughs> I'm just Honestly, kidding. yeah. Uh, it, it is. Yeah. It, it, it totally is. Um, All right. Well, we'll uh, cut but, that so you don't get fired. But No, nah, it's fine. They don't know which which which, organized, which company I work right for. Um, but yeah, so I had to write a bunch of clickbait, and then I had to uh, work... <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to work at a few events last week. So we had a goth night and it was actually pretty cool. At the, and um, it was cool. It was kind of, um, uh, it was called Leviathan and it was uh, a sort of um, aquatic themed goth night. Um, uh, okay. So it was kind of cool. So, so <clears throat> somebody who works for the organization, I think they're like the board, the board of directors. They work for a group called, I think, Recycled Movie Sets. And so I guess they just they, they, they get leftover sets from movies and plays oh, and musicals and stuff. Yeah. So 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 we, we often hit them up and like, hey, we're doing this themed event. Can we can we you know use some some set decoration? <clears throat> so for this one, we got like these like big like ancient columns. Um and it's funny because like they're all they're all very light, like you know, they're all like yeah, styrofoam and plaster. Um, but we got like this big like rocky throne, we got like these sort of like ancient like Greek columns, and we got like big like a big statue face. So it looked like this sort of like That's dark. Weird atlantis themed thing um but it was cool it was, it was a lot of fun but what um, was it like i don't like, like what oh was so it was uh, uh uh so we had a bunch of vendors and then we had two bars set up and then we had like a kink show going on and then we had two okay. live painters and then we had like a dance party with the dj and the go-go dancer what happened oh. at the kink show just people getting spanked um uh, okay yeah sweet yeah, yeah. um yeah, and was, cool. was it like a pride thing uh no actually actually it wasn't actually um well, really uh, but really uh, missed, really missed out on that one <laughs> I know yeah we could have gotten some SEO buzzwords SEO yeah. keywords from that one but uh, um yeah it was cool um went, went pretty late to like three three thirty in the morning so I was pretty oh it's wiped. way too late you need your sleep 
I know, I know. So I was wiped the whole weekend. Um, yeah, it was cool. And then, oh, and then so like the guy who organized it, he um, he 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 got stock footage, uh, like, like extreme close-ups of like squid and and all these underwater creatures. And he had like the mirror effect, so you saw the tentacles like going in and out of each other. So it looked so like you knew it was like it was something that was real, but but had like sort of abstract elements. So we had big projections yeah. of of uh, the sort of monstrous sea creature stuff all over the walls and stuff. So yeah, it was Not pretty true. cool. Yeah, Are there any uh, any girl with the dragon tattoo body doubles? Oh, a whole bunch! Like half the girls were all just oh, like dude. just decked out like that, man. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm a taken man now, but <laughs> you've gotten me in my early twenties. <laughs> that would have been my scene. No, I'm not into that. This is yeah, yeah. Right, more for me. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I feel like cheating. Come to LA, man. I'll, 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 I'll set you no, up. No, never. Back in the day, of course, I'm talking about. I, I had a thing yeah. for uh, Elizabeth Salen, Salander. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a thing. Now you got a thing for Elizabeth Holmes. So. Elizabeth Holmes. Is that, the, is that the, the bad blood girl lady? She's no. crazier than... Wait, who? Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. She's a, she's a Theranos. Yeah. Yeah, the Theranos lady. No, she's yeah. a nutcase. Yeah, I know. She's nuts. Yeah. I kind of respect it, though. I love yeah. a good fraudster. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, wait. High-tech what was... shyster. Yeah. yeah, I was just listening to... Apparently, there's an account. I haven't followed it. It's like Sigmund Fraud or something. Or fra oh, Fraudian Slip. That's it. Fraudian oh. Slip. <laughs> all, like, Sigmund Fraud. Fraudian yeah. Slip. It's uh, all about fraudsters, and there's a new one that's great. Yeah, um, you know I'm a big, big fan of them. Especially yeah, yeah. anytime it's like, well, I love the racial ones. Those are my favorites. Um, uh, Theranos was she was a good one. Yeah. Um, apparent uh, a, a good one was like Miss Cleo back in the day. Oh right, uh, the psychic chick, you know, right? Yeah, she was yeah. A great one. A lot of the, of course, all of the um, televangelists. Yeah, it's all classic. Mm. Who was that guy who who made a career out of like debunking those guys? Was it Randy something? Like, like throughout the 80s and 90s, like he just he, oh. he, his whole thing was debunking like the televangelists who would like heal people, yeah. Um, Dude, and so that, uh, it's it's so depressing now. I know looking I know. back, I mean, I do love them for yeah. culturally, I think they're as American as apple pie, but like I remember watching those as a kid in my basement, just like late at night, yeah. You're all like, like I just can't sleep, it's all like hormones and just like yeah. bad sleep pattern, and all that. Just watching <laughs> these televangelists. And these, you know, just like dirt poor people. Yeah. And they're and they're and they're, you know, convulsing and jiving and shaking and jiving. And yeah. and then they're like, I, you know, I bought the little green cloth and then I got a check for five hundred dollars in the mail. And it's like it's it's just like your your tax return. Like it's I know, not yeah. it's not God. And, and I don't know. I I they like even and even back then I was like, Oh, I mean if ever I get in trouble, I'll just order the holy water. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> I'm good. Awesome. Oh man, I think it was Peter Popoff and his stupid wife. But I know there, there, there are a oh, few. Of them, Peter Popoff was... was definitely one. Yeah, yeah, he, was definitely... he had like that black hair, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah he was one I would watch. Yeah. Um, he was actually one of the main ones I feel like I would watch. I can't remember if it was him or somebody else. Uh, like one of these other, you know, like uh, 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 shyster um, types. But in the eighties, this Randy guy, he infiltrated one of their gatherings or congregations yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and and he, he he got like this like uh, special uh, electronic equipment that that, that can pick up um, like walkie-talkie sounds. And so what it was was um, uh, the guy's wife 
she was she's like she, she, she's coordinating with with people backstage and saying hey you know like but, but she's using r- racial slurs like she's using the n-word and stuff she goes hey yeah. you know you, you get that you know n-word uh second row third seat to the left like and so oh my yeah God. they call him up to this it was like it was so bad like at every so level fucked. every way it was yeah. so oh, bad horrible, man yeah um and then so great. then like their they're business great. went bankrupt. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but then like their business like, shut down for a while because of all the controversy. And then it came back like ten years later, just basically just doing the exact same thing. Yeah, <clears throat> they always do. I know, it's like Billy um, McFarlane too, who I, I think I've talked about on the show who I grew up with. Mm. Um, he was the the Firefest guy, Firefest kid. Right. Yeah. 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 And I think he's back with some some new scam, like something <laughs> else out there. <laughs> He had the fake bullshit credit card. <laughs> and it's it's a I think it's just a drug. Yeah, like they yeah. just have to be they always be scamming. They just yeah. got to do it. Yeah, it's very very funny. Billy, mm-hmm. uh, he's a nice kid, but yeah. lost his way somewhere. Find yeah. God, Billy. All right, yeah. so we're gonna talk about uh, Marvel. Yeah, Yay. yeah. It's uh, if anyone has uh, the, the archivist of TRM. We'll see that I have soured over the course of this of our show. You know, it's funny. Year. I'm starting to sour on Marvel now too. Are you? Um, I've oh, been so you... souring for like good. the last year. Okay, not good as in like like good. Join the dark side, but like yeah. good as in I think you offer different perspective because I think you're always more pro Marvel than I was. I was always pretty yeah. indifferent. Yeah, and now I find it annoying and grading. Um, yeah, me too. Now, um, yeah. and I, I, I'm not happy about it. Like, um, but I. You know, uh, as someone who who used to read a lot of comics, I, I read comics sometimes, but not as much. But um, yeah. uh, or it's like, yeah, I want you know, I this is I know this is kind of a controversial statement, but I like it when movies are good, and when movies are not good, I get Yo, annoyed. Whoa, but Joe, I know what's, <laughs> what's the what, what's the identity of the compilation of the of the cast? Right, exactly. That, that, yeah. That's what's more important here than right, right. Um, but you know, they've just become you know, besides the fact that recent. Uh, movies and tv shows uh have not been very good um they become more explicitly woke um mm-hmm. from the filmmakers just talking about the need for yeah you know like we're, we're gonna race swap because that's good we need diversity um yeah. and then just like the story's just not being as good and just kind of like wait know. hold on before you go on from that yeah yeah how's african queen doing oh <laughs> we should we should do an update <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it right now oh wait no yeah. that's not it african queen's a movie from the 50s what am i thinking yeah. of Cleopatra, uh, no, Cleopatra, African Queens, Cleopatra, African Queens. Oh, it's about to be shit. I just am in so much trouble for being racist. Let me say, see if there's any African Queens. Wait, it's an 88. I thought I had like a 1%. Mm. Oh, it's a 14% from the audience. Is this yeah. it though? No, this isn't it. It's about Queen Najinga of Angola. Mm. What the fuck? Jesus. All right, hold on. Cleopatra African. The show, right? Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen... I'm not seeing any updates We're on supposed that. To, yeah, we, we have to update on this. I know. <laughs> People need to know. Uh, Queen Cleopatra, is that it? I think that's it. Oh, oh boy. Oh God, it's <laughs> it's at a twenty percent tomato meter with only fifteen reviews, so people aren't bothering to see it. But still, guess what the audience is? Two percent, three percent. Oh wow, I was <laughs> that's brutal. 
Yeah, that's one of the worst reviews. That's got to make it one of the worst reviewed shows ever. Yeah, that's got to be really bad. Oof. All right. Well, that's the African Queen, Queen Cleopatra uh, update. I think I think it's gonna I think it's gonna stay there for a while. I don't think it's gonna be moving much. Yeah. All right. So MCU. So there's an article that's pretty good. Yeah. In New Yorker, it's called. How the Marvel Cinematic Universe Swallowed Hollywood. This is by Michael Schulman. This came out earlier this month. Um, we were going to talk about it two episodes ago, but uh, we had a bunch of things to do. Yeah. And this one's pretty long. Yeah. Um, not that we necessarily like to do all of it, but we're <laughs> talk about just kind of what exactly the title says. Like, yeah. No. Um, Marvel and how its effect on Hollywood in general. And I think also, obviously, from us, like the fan perspective, you might have some more insider knowledge, like in the industry. Uh, but but from the fan perspective, just the casual, um, well, I don't say casual moviegoer, but um, you know, cinephiles or whatever, because right. you can't avoid it. Yeah, yeah, you can't avoid Marvel at this point. Right. Um, so and it's funny because it's not just the movies and the shows that have become so pervasive. It's the model that's that that Marvel uh, 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 pioneered that's being replicated. Unfortunately, I know. Yes, yeah, by yeah. the now the DCU. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and even i mean uh, they bring up everything everywhere all at once we'll get into that i actually really like that movie mm-hmm. um so but it's the same it's the same kind of script right right um in terms of uh a kind of tone i guess yeah. but we'll talk about more about that so basically um we don't need to talk about how big marvel is it's the biggest thing ever yeah um yeah. and 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 so I want to start with the sentence in the seventies jaws and star Wars gave Hollywood a new model for making money. The endlessly promoted summer blockbuster, the MCU multiplied the formula so that each blockbuster begets another David Crow, a senior editor for the website den of geek calls it a roadmap for a product that never ends. Mm. Uh, like a lot of IP now, which this that's like a big, that's like one of the cornerstones uh, I mean, it is the name cornerstone. It's a foundation of yeah. this whole model. It's not about like one character. It's not about the actors. Even it's about the IP and yes. um, the all-consuming nature of the MCU, which a couple other, like you said, uh, I guess IPs are replicating, which is like Lord of the Rings, yep. Star Wars, yep. uh, the DCU where everything is interconnected and if there's not a movie coming out there's a new show about the stream and then when that show's over there's a new movie coming out and and so on ad infinitum yeah and and we're we're seeing it in you know we've seen bits and pieces of this happen with like say like the the fast and furious movies because remember there's like that that spinoff with the rock and jason Statham. um we're seeing it now with um we're gonna see like like a big sort of was it uh hasbro cinematic universe coming up now what's in that <clears throat> uh uh or, or maybe it's mattel you know like the the, the big toy company so okay. we had um yeah. uh, the transformer movies and at the end of the most okay. recent one i don't, I don't know if I'm spoiler alert but it's been out for a while at the end yeah. they tease gi joe so now we're gonna have gi joe and transformers colliding okay um, yeah, so uh, it seems like everyone's doing uh, like, the whole interconnected. Are people, are people clamoring for that mashup. No, that's the thing. But I, 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 I don't think anybody's really been demanding it, other than like hardcore fans. 
Um, the unfortunate thing is that, like, you know, these movies, regardless of how bad they are, they'll still be profitable. Um, yeah, right. I, I think, that, like, yes, these are always going, even the bad ones, I think, are still like wildly profitable, right? Yeah. Like, I saw Godzilla versus King Kong or whatever. I did not like it. And the movie got bad reviews, but they're still making a sequel because enough people watched it. Just, just for the novelty, yeah. I was like, okay, this, it's I kind of like dumb. And I kind of like Godzilla versus Kong, but yeah. but that's not that's not even close to the know, MCU in terms of like that's every few years. Yeah, yeah. The MCU is like multiple times a year, oh, yeah. right? Like four every few months, yeah, yeah. Every few months. <clears throat> so so yeah, but but that's and that's just the nature of block. And I think I think some people like like myself, Godzilla and Kong, like, I'm probably gonna see anything that's Godzilla in it. Yeah. And sure. I'm sure that's the same thing people have like I'm gonna see anything with Captain America or with Black Panther or whatever it is. Sure. Um good like good for them. Like that's yeah. good they made that. But the MCU is like like we we're saying, it's it's everything. Yeah. And because and I understand how it hooks people because it like it, it never ends. Like there yeah. is no ending to it. My biggest gripe with the MCU is that it did the exact opposite of Game of Thrones. Why I thought Game of Thrones was so amazing. Part of it was like when your favorite characters are in danger, they're in real danger. Yeah. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong. Like in the MCU, it's kind of just like, well, they'll just pick one from another universe. They can they can do that now. Um, you know what's right. funny is that like they're like <clears throat> Comic book death has its own Wikipedia page um, because okay. it's like it happens all the time in comics when like whenever a character dies, like a major character, like they bring him back a few years later. Um, so, yeah, but in like, <laughs> do they like restart or is he like back? It's like, hey, never happened. Sometimes it's, it, I mean, it, it, it's often a few different things. It's either like, oh, like that was uh, uh, that was a, a clone of me that died. It, I, yeah, I was alive no, the I whole hate time. That shit. Yeah, I can't stand that shit. <laughs> yeah. That's why. I'm, that's probably why I'm not a big comic book guy. Because like, yeah. like when Ned Stark gets decapitated, yeah, at the end of season one or the end of the first book, yeah, I believe it's the end of the first book. It's like he's not coming back. Yeah, like, there's one character in the books that technically didn't die. And like, okay, and, and actually they have like. One guy can bring people back, and okay, there's a little, a very little of it, right, but it's right. not like a guarantee. And if they are coming back, sometimes they're like pure evil or something, or you know, something like that. With MCU, it's like, wasn't the whole like the whole gravitas of the snap, right? By the yeah. way, we're spoiling everything. The shit's been out. Like, I yeah, know yeah. it, then, then you clearly don't give a shit about watching right. it. So, so like the snap, like that killed like half of the characters, yeah, yeah. but didn't most of them just come back? Yeah, not all of them though, right? Right, right. Did Iron Man come back? He did, but then he died at the end, so they killed him off. He came back and they, they killed him again. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, he, he I, Iron Man was not one of the ones who was snapped away. <clears throat> oh really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Um, so, so to me, that's like that's just I find that so boring and lazy and yeah. uninteresting. Right. Because like if there's no stakes in the game, like I think that's why people like horror movies. Yeah. They like slashers. Like even if you know this the the quote unquote script of a horror movie, right? Like oh well, there has to be the you know the um what's the term I'm looking for? Like the chaste virgin who's going to survive, right? Or, the final you know, girl. Yeah, yeah, the final girl. That's it. The final girl. Yep. The uh you know the the slut is gonna die the dumb man the fool is gonna die you know basically right. cabin in the woods right right exactly yeah um but it's still fun 
but like it's and there are twists to that like there yeah. are and i think that and, and and that's really fun but like this just doesn't seem fun to me no. and as a fan like you were much more of a fan than i was yeah do you feel the same way like is it losing it it's, it's just like entertainment value um, so like the, the, the Thanos snap thing and then bringing everybody back, like that, that was straight from the comics. So like, I knew like, okay, yeah, they're, they're, they're just following what happened mm. in the comics. I, I, but I do have a bigger problem with the multiverse thing where it's yeah. like, there are an infinite number of Spider-Man. So if you kill off this Spider-Man, like, okay, well, we'll just get Spider-Man from earth 222. We'll bring him back or whatever. Yeah. So I haven't really seen them do that yet, but I'm sure they will. Um, yeah. Well, I'm weren't there so. three Spider-Man in one movie? Yeah. That was that, that was done really well though. It was, was uh, well. they, they, they brought back what's his face, uh, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield, yeah. Tobey Maguire. So I liked like, how they did the meme. That yeah. was kind of funny. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. That was the point <laughs> meme. Like, uh, okay, again, I'm not just. And here's the thing, I, I never want to just like be a hater. Like I think that's I don't like to yuck people's yum. Yeah, yeah. Same thing with books. I, I'll say it again. It's like okay, this gets people to theaters. Yeah. Great. But I'm, if I'm Harry gonna, Potter gets people to read, it's like eh, exactly. It's but I'm going to counter myself. I'm going to give myself this own argument and counterpoint. But so, th so that's like the main part. Like it gets people yeah. to the theaters. Awesome. Yeah. Um, maybe they'll see something else. Maybe they'll see a poster for something else they wouldn't see, or or they'll they'll really like an actor. Well, actually, I'm going to get into that now. So I'm doing my counterpoint. Yeah, yeah. And, and he talks about this in here. This isn't like my original thought, but it's that it's sucking up all of the actors and actresses and writers yeah. and. Um, and so I'm going to read a part of this so we get a little more into it. Let me just make sure I'm getting the same. Um, okay, so, so this is a little long, but I think this is worth reading. So <clears throat> the tractors see the brand's something for everyone approach as nefarious. An executive at a rival studio who called the MCU the death of all cinema mm -hmm. told me that the dominance of Marvel movies has served to accelerate the squeezing out of the mid-range movie. The studio's comedies had been struggling at the box office, and he groused, if people want a comedy, they're going to go see Thor or Ant-Man as their comedy now. So uh, I'm going to read more than that. But So yeah. I, I think that's one part of it is maybe my original knee-jerk reaction of like, oh, people will consume just more of everything if this, get, if this opens the door. Well, yeah. then I think, yeah, but movies are fucking expensive. Yeah. And, and, and people, like, it's not like getting a, a book or even an ebook for a few bucks or finding um, going to a library. Really? I, some people maybe go to the library to get DVDs and, and, but I don't think it's very common. Right. Um, so like, like it is with books where people think library for books and really DVDs and are really hunting for DVDs there that they don't already know. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe it's like this actually having the opposite effect where people yeah. are thinking, well, even subconscious, like, well, I'll go to the movie a certain amount of times a year because yeah. I can only budget for that much or have that much time for entertainment uh, yeah. compared to everything else you have to do in your social life, um, let alone work life and family life. Um, all four of those times are going to be for Marvel movies. Exactly. And, you, you, yeah. you know, that's a good point because, you know, it seemed like, you know, not that long ago. It's like, OK, well. Uh, this movie that's coming out, it, it doesn't really look like my type of movie, but I'd like the director. I'll go see it because it's only 10 bucks. Yeah. But now it's like, it's 18 bucks. And so now it's kind of like, okay. And, and plus, you know, plus driving and finding parking. And then, you know, if I want to get a drink, food, snacks and then crazy, like, yeah. And now it's like, okay, like, yeah. if I'm going to do this, I want to see a movie that's going to entertain, that I know for sure is going to entertain me. Like I want explosions. I want funny lines. So it's like, okay, Marvel fits that bill really well 100%. for the most part. It does. It's a hundred percent. 
it's like you have a handful and they talk about the directors in here. Yeah. And actually I'm getting kind of confused. I listen to a, a movie podcast or one of my usual movie podcasts I listen to. And they were talking about this also. It's like, you have Marvel, you have DC, you have these like IP driven yeah. um, movies. And then you have a handful of directors left that people go to see that director. We, yeah. of course we talk about Tarantino. Yeah. True. Anything Tarantino puts out, I'm going to go see. Yeah. It's definitely. rare. It's every few years. If that, yeah, I mean, yeah. now it's going to be at least like five years since his last movie when yeah, this next one yeah. comes out, right? Yeah. Probably about that. I think so, yeah. Um, and uh, then there's like Scorsese, there's um, Cameron, mm-hmm. right? A handful, uh, Spielberg probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who like, okay, those guys, they're in. Like yeah. people are just going to go see their movies. Chris Nolan. No, David yeah, Christopher Fincher. Nolan, David Fincher. But I, even still with those guys, like that's you and me who love movies. Right. right. I think the average, let's even say American yeah. moviegoer, I don't think Fincher moves the needle for them. Right. Like right. they probably don't know who that is. I think he's fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. He's right. But but I don't like I think really once you get out of the Spielberg, Tarantino is name recognition, even though it's not for everyone. Yeah. Um Scorsese, like you really there's a big drop off for the average American that we need those people to go see movies. Yeah. And um, and you're right. I feel the same way. Like if you I bring it up all the time. If you watch Seinfeld, which I, I love to bring up because I think it's such a, a snapshot of the 90s, at yeah, least yeah. urban, you know, 30 something white, 30 something 90s. But nevertheless, right, um, right. Uh, they're just always going to the movies. Yes. It's just like, what's playing at the movies? Where's going to the movies on a Saturday? Because that's what you did then. You didn't have Netflix. You didn't have all the streaming. Right. Um, so people don't do that anymore. Yeah, it's crazy where it's sort of like if you didn't have any plans and it's like, okay, maybe I'll go check out that new, you know, Meryl Streep movie. It doesn't look yeah. great, but I like her and it's only going to be six bucks to go see it. So even if it yeah. sucks, it's not a big thing. Um, but nowadays it's like, it's like if I'm going to the movies, like, okay, look, I want to like, I want it to be a good theater and I want it to, so it's just kind of becoming like a bigger trek yeah. now. It feels like I'm going to a concert more where it's sort of like, yeah. I'm only going to do it because I really like who's involved uh, yeah. rather than I'm like. Lo- I'm bored. I'm going to go do something. Yeah, exactly. It's not a default thing to do. And, and I think part of that's inevitable just because of the options now. And I get, yeah. cause look, I went to go see it too, whenever that came out, right. Yeah. 2019, maybe, maybe early no, like 2019, I think maybe early 2020, 2019. And, um, like it wasn't a great theater mm-hmm. and a bunch of like teenagers is kind of like fucking ruined it. Yeah. So yeah. they're sitting in the back being obnoxious. Yeah. Uh, it's not my usual theater. My usual theater I go to, shout out um, uh, Tilton Square. Um, on Tilton. In the village? No, no, no. This, this is in the suburbs. Oh, okay. in, in the village, I, I went to a really cool one. That was in the East Village. Um, mm-hmm. I saw After Sun there. That was actually the last movie I saw in the theater. It was After mm-hmm. Sun. Um, I needed time to kill. That I did. Like, yeah. That was one of the situations. And it was also like, Oscar nominated, right? right? If it wasn't, I probably wouldn't have gone. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh so yeah so the, the last movie i saw before that in theaters was like west side story mm, again yeah. spielberg i know it's going to be a spectacle right, right? Exactly. it's a big thing um and, and i was with my theater loving fiance so like it was like okay win-win yeah, um, yeah but like yeah it's just not like oh let's just go see it used to be i'm going to the movies let's see what's playing yeah. now it's i'm only going to go if i know that it's a certain you know a hand like a handful of um uh, of of either probably honestly directors or actors but yeah. not many and that leads us back into this is that those actors are getting sucked into these movies yeah. where yeah. it's like and i think i just saw the movie podcast i listened to 
one of them listening to today posted it's like now tom cruise is going to dcu yeah he was like the last yeah. big action star yeah. Yeah. yeah interesting yeah i don't don't quote me on it maybe check it but they posted it yeah. it's like man like it's got another a-lister just gonna go be in a cape you know not you know, liter- yeah it's funny like up until like a couple of years ago, like w- w- when I was a much bigger fan of the MCU, like I thought it was really cool when they grabbed an A-lister, like like and and, and not just an A-lister, but but like like sort of like Hollywood royalty. So, so for example, that like Robert Redford showed up in a couple of Marvel movies, and he showed okay. up in Avengers Endgame for like a minute. And it's like holy shit! Like you got like I thought that was special at the time because at the time Marvel was only doing two movies. Yeah. I was like holy shit! You guys are big enough now. You got enough prestige that you can get Robert Redford to show up in your movie for thirty seconds. Like yeah. that's pretty cool. But now it's sort of like okay, every fucking A lister has been in a Marvel movie, and so it just doesn't seem as Here's, interesting anymore. So I, like, I'm glad you brought that. Here's a good example of it from the article. Um, entire generations now know Anthony Hopkins not as Hannibal Lecter. But as Thor's dad, King Odin of Asgard, (laughs) they put me in armor. They shoved a beard on me, he told me. Sit on the throne, shout a bit. If you're sitting in front of every green screen, it's pointless acting it. It's like this is one of the most talented and and prestigious actors in cinema. Yeah, yeah. And and I get it. It's like, okay, he's past his prime, so to speak. I I mean, he won an Oscar a couple years ago. But but, – like fine i guess for that it's probably like so his grandchildren can see him in something they want to see but like it's so funny when i've seen interviews from actors who like bigger name actors who, who went on to to do marvel movies and they'll yeah. and they don't even seem that excited it's just sort of like um god i i i can't remember what movie it was or i'm sorry which actor it was but it was a pretty well-known one and again kind of a more prestigious actor and they're like oh so what brought you to marvel and they're like oh because I never even heard of this character, but my, but my kids have heard about them, and so they've recommended yeah. it. It's like that's why you got the movie just because just for your kids, like just it's like yeah. One had it sweet, it. but the other hunt is like it sounds very it familiar. Uh, I can't remember who it was. It's not, oh, it's not the Rock, obviously. It's, no, no. But it, it but it, it, it didn't feel like oh, it was it was an interesting part. Like it actually said it was surprisingly no, meaningful. Man, it was like oh, I, I, I want to make my kids happy, so I did it. I think what the hell. And like, but I, I like, I get that. I sure. do, but it's, uh, they make the point here. It's not like we're seeing, and here's the other argument I used to make. Maybe I could be proving you wrong with this too. The other argument I used to make was okay, Marvel will allow really good actors, excellent actors, get the bag. Mm-hmm. And then go make like passion projects, yeah, like yeah. interesting shit, and that so they don't have to worry about money. Maybe they yeah. can even fund it if they want. But is that happening like at all? Because they Not list here, all. it's like they list a lot of the movies that Marvel actors have then gone to do, and they don't like like what has um, Chris Evans done that's been like a success. I think some of his movies have been like really bad. What about I, that one, the, the detective one, that Netflix detective one? I think that one was the one where it's like ghosted. Ghost? Is that it? Ghost? No, it was, it, Knives Out. He was in that one. Knives Out. That's, yeah, he was in that. That was, but that, I wouldn't say that was like a Chris Evans movie. Yeah. It was like a small true. part of it. You're right, though. Okay. So that was good. But like where he's really the lead. Right. And he's the guy, like, I think they've been pretty crappy. Like, what had Benjamin Cumberbatch done or Benedict Cumberbatch? Like, yeah, those a few here. I'm not. Um, oh yeah, so here it is. The movies don't work. So this is. Let me just. So I'm not scatterbrained here. 
I'm going to go back to this other part. So the result yeah. is a lot of hand rigging. So this is after the Hopkins line. Mm. Um, the result is a lot of hand rigging over quote unquote, the death of the movie star and an IP driven, driven ecosystem. Individual stars no longer attract audiences to theaters the way they used to. The handful of exceptions, Tom Cruise, Julia Roberts, you go to a Marvel movie to see Captain America, not Chris Evans. It's actually surprising to me how almost none of them, have careers outside of the marvel universe yeah another agent another agent said the movies don't work look at all the ones robert downey jr has tried to do look at tom holland it's been bomb after bomb after bomb so i mean yeah like like the devil the all the time part, i think robert downey jr probably has had the most success because he did tropic thunder while he was iron man he did Two Sherlock Holmes movies that were successful, but even then, like those were really those were er- and those were really early Marvel. Yeah, too, where like Marvel was the upstart. It was the like interesting and new. Like Tropic Thunder two thousand nine, Iron Man two thousand eight, right? Yeah, yeah, it was right after. And you're right, sure, yeah, Sherlock. But but I mean, but other than that, then what do you do? He went into like Doctor Doolittle. He did that. He did. Um, you might have seen that that, that one lawyer movie with Robert Duvall. I think. The, yeah, the judge. The judge I think? Yeah, I, I, I watch most lawyer movies, but I heard it's pretty bad. I, I heard it was I, not I very good. So, you know, I, 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 so I remember Robert Downey Jr. getting in, tr- uh, getting some flack around the time that he did that movie. <clears throat> he, he, he was talking about like, you know, the difference between um, doing promotional stuff for indie movies versus bigger budget movies. And he mm-hmm. kind of criticized. I, I mean, like, I, I see where he's coming from, but it did come off a little entitled. He, he was like, yeah, you know, I, I definitely love doing more character-driven, plot-driven, you know, in, like, smaller independent films. But doing the promotional stuff for that is, is a pain because, you know, you have to pay for your own flights to go to some small film festival and blah, blah, blah. You know, on one hand, it's like, I see where you're coming from. But at the same time, it's like, you do, I think, he, you're, you're saying this after you did two Iron Man movies and, yeah. and Avengers. So you do sound a little spoiled. Um and uh, I understand yeah. so it's like Marvel's paying for his hotels every time he goes to, yeah. to a film festival. Um, but when he does an independent film, he's like, yeah, it's, you know, you, you, you spend a year doing this independent movie and then uh, 18 people see it at a film festival and then people forget about it. It's not as entertaining. It's not as rewarding yeah. in many ways. So I it's so hard to say because, you know, it's like, well, what if I like, would I take the job? Like, let's say I'm a mid tier actor. I'm making a career. I'm doing well. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to do well enough to even get noticed to be in one of these movies, right? Yeah. But you're not like, you're not, um, you're not an A-lister. Making, yeah, you're not making what you could make in a Marvel movie. Like, <clears throat> would you take? I think, of course, you would. Yeah. Uh, just like financially, sure. But would you just stay in it? And would you? Uh, or if you're already, I guess maybe the better. I guess that's an easy one, but but maybe the better. Uh, and out like a better example would be you're you're already successful right right like you're samuel l jackson i'm gonna read that i'll I'll read that next like do you need to do all of these like can't like you're such a phenomenal actor yeah like can't you go do more interesting shit yeah uh like i have less sympathy for these actors who are you know what it reminds me of in a way it's not exact but it reminds me of do you follow soccer at all not much no not much okay so so like the main soccer leagues like like private um not like national leagues i mean not like usa but like the best leagues are the premier league in england england and wales la liga in spain and the german league right then the next tier would be like the french league italian league they're all very good pretty much all european leagues are the best i think brazil is good um but those are like 
that's like the MLB for baseball is the premier League. Like, you make big money, the yeah. most prestigious. So like a bunch of those players, so players all over the world go to play there, whether they're South American, African, European, Asian, whatever, they go there. That's the goal. But after, where do they go? To the MLS. Because mm. our league is known as like the retirement league. Because you can make oh. a lot of money because we're America. Guess where Messi just went? Uh, the Miami team. Uh, like a new team because, I mean, he's still amazing, but he's not 24. He's in his right. 30s. They just won a World Cup. But it's like, why not go get the bag? Right, you you're not at the top of your game. It's tough to play, you know, be in be 36 or whatever, and play with 21 year olds who are who are just a different human at that point. But it's like it's, it's where the retire. Like we get stars in the U.S., but it's always when they're way out of their prime. Right. Um. Right. That's to me what some of Marvel feels like. Mm, yeah. It feels like it's people who like they just they put on the cape. They say they're like they do their lives because like, it's so much CGI. Yeah. Like like even out of Anthony Hopkins' own mouth, it's in front of the green screen, yeah. and it's just like it's going through the motions. And it, because it's people going, "Oh shit, it's so and so," like yeah. that's cool. It's Anthony. Yeah. It, it's I, I could be wrong here, but but that's that's how it feels with a lot of these actors. Like like why does Tom Cruise have to go do a DC movie? Right, right. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's um. I mean, you know, I think it's one of those things where it's like, you know, like because Marvel's backed by Disney, like you know that if you're a pretty decent sized star, mm-hmm. it's like, oh sweet, well I I can I can milk them for all those words, so you know because like the last movie I did, like yeah I made five million dollars from that, but if I go to a Marvel movie, I know I can ask for eight million. Um, uh, but, I guess, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I call me a fucking socialist, but it's like, do you, do you have enough money? Yeah, yeah. Like, don't you have enough? Don't like it? Seriously, some again, not. Like the mid-tier actor gets the big break, and if that big breaks a DC or Mar- like Marvel, sure. awesome. It's sure. like can't like don't you want to go make something creative and artistic, and like maybe tell a story of someone that you've always idolized, but maybe their story hasn't been told, or yeah. create something like yeah. I-, I don't know. Uh, maybe that's like so easy to say, but these well, here's- people have so much money. I know. Well, here's the thing, man. So I saw this study from a few years ago, and it was like they they interviewed a bunch of people from from different um salary brackets and they asked yeah. them how much money do you need to make yeah. would you need to make in order to be genuinely happy and, and across the board they almost always said if i made just twice as much as i made now i'd be happy so so, so they asked like 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 low income people if you, if you made like 20 grand a year if you made uh, how much money would you need to make to be happy and they're like if i made 40 grand a year i'd be happy yeah. and they asked someone who made 100 grand a year how much money would you need to make to be ha- genuinely happy 200 grand they asked yeah. someone who made a million dollars a year if i made 2 million dollars a year i'd be gen so i think it's just like the more money you make the more you i want. totally believe that well <laughs> yeah because your 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 lifestyle changes right yeah. you have to you have, you, and again you know it doesn't have to like there exactly. are yeah. i think there are some actors or some like fans who like give themselves a budget like i think Kieran yeah. knightley used to do that you mm. live off a certain amount. I don't know if right. they actually stick to it, but like, um, but I I totally get that. I believe that study mm-hmm. because uh, I remember I also read a study once that like they did, they would go throughout Manhattan or like different. I, I don't know if it's Manhattan or all of New York City, and they would like leave a wallet or something on the ground, yeah. and it was like the vast majority of the neighborhoods would return the wallet with the money mm. except for like the upper east side which is like per capita the wealthiest neighborhood <laughs> in New York City. like they would keep it the most or something yeah. keep the money the most so it's like the people who need it the least take it the most 
I don't know if that was necessarily true. I might have been biased, you know, to prove sure. a point or something. But like, I, that always did stick with me. Yeah, um, and yeah. I do feel like that's similar. It's like, I again, I don't know, but if it's not like you're you're gonna be a pauper or be in Marvel. Yeah, it's like yeah. you're like Samuel L. Jackson. So l- l- let me read this part first yeah. because because this is what I'm getting at. Um, yeah. In some ways, Marvel Marvel harks back to the old studio system in which Paramount and Warner Bros. kept stables of stars under seven-year contracts and MGM's freed unit cranked out movie musicals on an assembly line. Samuel L. Jackson, who plays the Marvel spy Nick Fury, signed a nine-picture deal with the company in 2009. And this summer will lead his own Disney Plus series, Secret Invasion. Is that a is that a Marvel thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay, excuse me. The MCU roster includes seasoned icons. Oh, Robert Redford, Glenn Close, mid-career stars, Scarlett Johansson, and Chris Pratt. Those are mid-career stars. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm curious what they mean by mid-career. Like, yeah. Okay. And sure breakout we'll talents: Florence Pugh, Michael B. Jordan. And I do like those actors a lot. Yeah, like, I like yeah, all these good. actors. Like, yeah, yeah. It may be easier to count the con- conscientious objector who haven't gone. Oh, okay. It might, sorry, it might be easier to count the conscientious objectors who haven't gone Marvel among them Timothy Chalamet, love Chalamaniac, who has said that Leonardo DiCaprio once advised him no hard, no hard drugs and no superhero movies. <laughs> this was after Chalamet auditioned for Spider Man. Mm. It's interesting. Yeah. So, um, I guess we'll we'll continue after you know, but but that's like so. Samuel L. Jackson, mm. fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did like do you need n- nine movies? No, but you know I think it's one of those things where it's like, like you know maybe the industry is so tough that you know any long term deal is 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 enticing. Um, I guess uh, like. For other people, yes. Like, okay, yeah. maybe Florence Pugh or Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Even yeah. them, I think, is a stretch. Like, they've been in huge movies, even yeah. before Marvel. Like, I don't even know what Florence Pugh's in Marvel-wise. Michael B. Jordan, I know, is in Black Panther. Yeah. Like, he was he was in Apollo, right? Was yeah. that, that was before. I know that yeah. there have been subsequent since. But yeah. um, he's been in, like, major movies. And also, like, really cool movies. Like, wasn't he in... He was in... Um, Oh fuck! What was that movie that was like kind of based off of Akira? Oh uh, god, I'm so annoyed right now. Well, he did it's that like one. A, one letter word, a one, a one word title. I know he did Fruitvale Station. Oh, he did Fruitvale Station. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I just like that. I would understand a little more. Like, I still right. wish they wouldn't do that. Right. But, like Samuel Jackson. Like, of no. course. Like he he can be like so so that's nine movies that and there's only so much time no like that's him not making other shit yeah yeah i guess i'm you know in hollywood i think it, it's like the vast majority of actors are not daniel day lewis so 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 i i i i, I saw that you know the, the, this interesting daniel day lewis is a marvel movie i'm gonna fucking burn something down. i know i know <laughs> so 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 i i watched this i i read this interesting survey of of um, I think it was like actors' movies that that, that have like, the highest ratings on Rotten Tomatoes, and Daniel Daniel Day Lewis was at the top because he's done so few movies because he's so choosy, um, and so I, I think I, I think like his weighted at average was like eighty six percent, which is really fucking high. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but because yeah. he's only done like what like ten movies or twelve movies in his entire life or something like that, like 
you know, he does, he does a movie like once every six years or something. Um, uh, but not most, anymore, right? Didn't he retire? Uh, that's right. Yeah. But, but, but you know, my, my point is like the vast majority of actors in Hollywood are not Daniel Day-Lewis. Most of them are like, yeah. I don't care. It, 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 you know, if it pays well, I'll do it. Um, uh, I, no, I totally get that. Like yeah. people need to work. I, I yeah. really do understand that. Um, my, but, but these examples, like I said, these aren't really like ancillary like Michael B. Jordan isn't some like struggling actor. Right. Yeah. Neither is Florence Pugh. She was in, she was in Midsummer. Yeah. She was in uh, like good movie. I guess maybe they're not the, the most, I don't know. Maybe I could see my, like maybe they're not the most um, uh, like lucrative movies. Like, but right. I like her. Like I saw her in this movie, the watcher, I think it was, was it the watcher? No, mm. yeah. no, maybe it wasn't that she, she played a very, it was very cool, but I could see how it's not the most, you know, lucrative yeah. deal um so why you would go into it especially at their age scarlet like scarlett johansson like she was voted the most beautiful woman on the planet or whatever like i'm sure she can find work right right and then how many marvel movies has she been in i don't know probably like 10 or something <laughs> really um, I, thought, I didn't even think it was that much she's been 10 marvel movies uh she was in iron man 3 she was in uh, was all she? four she avengers Widow? movies so that's five she was in black widow so that's six yeah so I look, I I think that's six. My, my, my okay. I would have said, yeah, I would have said like four or five, yeah. guessing. But um, well, you know, I, I you know, th- th- there's this romantic notion that that I have, and and that I'm sure you, you you probably have as well, where it's like, it never got to a point where where like I was super successful and like I could do anything I wanted. Part of me is like, you know, like I would, I want to take a break from the big lucrative stuff, and I want to do something smaller and more intimate, more me. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, again, kind of getting back to that thing where it's like the more money you have. Um, the more you want, um, you know, but you, you know, like, so, so I actually did read an interview with Tom Holland, who, who, who plays uh, the MCU Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And he seems to be souring a little bit with the role of Spider-Man. Like, like he, he didn't come right out and say, I don't want to do spider I don't want to do superhero moves anymore. But he did say something along the lines. Somebody asked him in an interview. Oh, so, so how do you feel about like, you know, your future as Spider-Man? He goes, well, I'm not sure. Like I'm not opposed to someone else, you know, you sort of passing the baton onto someone else. And, cool. you know, so superhero movies are great. They're a lot of fun, but you know, at the same time, I, I definitely want to try some other things. Um, and I, I'm glad that, he, that he's a young actor and he's still yeah, sort of like, totally. you know, I want to do drama. I want to do thriller. I want to do other things. Um, so th- that gives me a little hope. Um, but That's at the good. same time, yeah, I like to hear that. Why, but then he's just gonna go do like black box theater and some <laughs> like, like, and like, yeah. and like East LA somewhere where you live, right. like some small black box theater yeah. in Spanish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, it's 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 so interesting though. Where where like it, it does kind of bother me how little artistry there is. You know, like even among really talented actors. Um, but but you know, I, I I think for for many of them, it's like in the back of their minds, they're they're like, you know, I want to do something that's a little more artistic and a little more, you know, maybe experimental. It's but yeah. but you know, like maybe like ninety percent of you, know, you get to a point where it's like most of the offers that you're given are you know lucrative, big budget things. So for example, um, a while back, Jack Nicholson, I think it was when he won his third Oscar. I don't know. It was right around the time I think that he had, like, that, you know, he'd won some major award or he'd done a movie that that was very successful. Somebody asked him in an interview. So you know you're one of the most you know, successful actors of all time. Um, what project do you want to do that you haven't done yet? And he goes, I would love to direct a short film, but I just I can't. I've never I I just haven't really sat down mm-hmm. to like come up with like mm-hmm. you know a short. I'm so used to to to, to, to feature length films where you have 90 minutes to play with you know, to, to to explore, but doing mm-hmm. something in like five ten minutes like that. 
I would love to oh, do it, but I just haven't I'm done like, it. Yeah, really? Okay. Um, but, it, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's not the only one where it's like, you know, I would love to do like a small, interesting, experimental or sort of outside the box mm -hmm. thing, but I, just, I haven't done it yet. I'm just too busy doing big but, roles. So. And I, I do want to say, I want to clarify something though. Yeah. That's great. And I, I think the more variety, the better, but I, I'm not just saying that like all these actors should be doing like cerebral, uh, you know, dramatic works right. of like, like, like small scale, like Timothy Chalamet. I mean, he's Paul Atreides, you know, in Dune, like that's yeah. a big blockbuster thing. That's awesome. That's just like more variety in big sci-fi blockbuster. Like that's what I'm talking about too. Right. Right. This is right. getting outside the MCU where yeah. like yeah. he could pay, Paul, he could he'll be Paul Atreides probably for three movies. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I guess they, there's lots of Dune books. I don't know how many he's going to do, but he's also like, he also just did bones and all, he did obviously call me by your name. That's before that. Did you look like, up in the sky or whatever, or don't look up that? or. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Don't look up. Yep. Yeah. He did. Don't, he, yeah. He, he was a side character in that, but yes, he did. Don't look up. He did lots of cool, like he does lots of cool things that vary. And I think that's also what, what I'm saying. I don't just yeah. think every actor should go do, you know, um, dramatic pieces for, sure, sure. for, for small coastal elite audiences. That's not what I'm right, saying right. at all. Um, just more variety because here let, let's move on well one thing i want to say has jack nelson has he directed oh oh yeah he did he did uh, uh the two jakes which was like uh what i heard from what i heard was a really bad sequel to uh chinatown oh i didn't even it was, know in, it was in the early chinatown. 90s it, it was it was a sequel to that but Is he he in it too? yeah he's in it too he plays he, he, he reprises the character jack Giddis or whatever can i say something i I'm going to because I'm one half of this podcast. Is yeah. that um, <laughs> <laughs> no? You cannot say anything. Uh, I always feel weird when an actor is also directing mm. in the same movie. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe if it's like a Tarantino is doing, like he's a sucking on someone's show for a, a scene. Yeah, yeah, and he's directing. Like that's one thing. Yeah. But like, do you not? Like, I, I always feel like if wait you're directing but i'm looking at you right now who's directing like i, that, I like know. i know uh, that might that might seem so like philistine yeah, but yeah. but uh, it always strikes me as odd it's like no you're not directing you're you're acting or not like i, I don't know is that is that dumb no no it is a weird thing but there have been a handful of times when i think an actor was nominated for best perform for, 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 for best uh uh acting that they also directed, which is actually kind of think I think kind of interesting. Where it's like, well, you actually know how to direct yourself in a, in, a, in an award nominated work. I think Robert Redford. I think like what are examples of that? Because I feel like it's rare. It's it's extremely rare. But I think it was, I think Robert Redford nominated himself in in or directed yeah. himself in an Oscar nominated performance. I think. Okay. Was it? Red? I can't I can't think of any off the top of my head, and I you know I know a lot. Well, at least I think I know a lot of like. Uh, Oscar history, mm -hmm. and yeah. I I might be missing some big ones, but I can't think of any off the top of my head where both where the actor is nominated for directing or vice versa mm -hmm. in, in the same for the same movie. Not Robert Redford, Warren Beatty. I I, I get those old the, the, yeah the, 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 those guys mixed up. Warren Hollywood. Beatty was nominated, so, so he was he was in the movie, and he was nominated for best picture. Wait, he also the film, best actor in a leading role, best director, and best writing. So yeah, shit, four oh, nominations shit. for one movie. What movie was it? It was Reds from 1981. Reds. 
Okay. Wait, Warren Beatty wasn't an easy writer. No. No, that's Fonda. Fonda and Peter Fonda, yeah. Or and, Henry uh, Fonda. I get the Fondas mixed up. Yeah. And um wait, but didn't who was the other guy? Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Didn't did he not direct Easy I think Rider? he did actually. Dennis Hopper did yeah, direct. I think he directed Easy Rider. But he was was he nominated? I think the movie was nominated for, for um best original screenplay. Right. Um, anyway, um, so, so uh, that that's kind of a side note. That that always uh, it always I'm always a little um, skeptical when a movie is like starring the director. Basically, I think uh, uh, what's his face uh, Mel Brooks is is a good exception to that though. He's he's because he is really talented. Like it, like he came out of like that sort of vaudeville thing. Yeah, but what what is he acted in that that was so good that he directed? I know he's directed fantastic movies. Yeah. Well, he was in um he's been in most of his own movies, I think. Like I, I know he was in uh, like Blazing Saddles. Who is he in Blazing Saddles? He played I think he played the mayor of the town, I think. Oh, it's been forever okay. since I've seen it. Yeah, uh, he was too. in uh but, but but I know he was in Spaceballs, but I think most of the time he just plays a supporting character. I don't think I've That's what seen. I mean. Like a supporting character cameo. Like look, if I was a director, I'd probably do that too. Yeah. I yeah. probably I'd probably be in like one scene in every movie. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm vain in that way. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm vain in that way. Yeah, and my Shyamalan, he was just in his new movie was actually pretty good. Um which one was it? Not Knock at the Cabin. Oh, I heard decent things about that one. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was cool. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and he's definitely, I feel like he's on TV in a scene. Maybe he's like a news anchor. Oh, can't, okay. I can't remember exactly. But yeah. but anyway, so uh, move on. To, to, uh, not to not to belabor this point, but yeah. um, about like it's sucking up the, the actors. So comic book films have attracted top stars as far back as Superman, Marlon Brando, 1978. I didn't know that till I read this article, and I love yeah, Marlon yeah. Brando uh, yeah. and Batman, Jack Nicholson, 1989. Uh, but the MCU by design can tie up an actor for years. Benedict Cumberbatch went from playing Hamlet to invoking the grand calculus of the of the multiverse unquote, <laughs> as Doctor Strange. Yeah. Portraying a Marvel character often means not just headlining movies, but also filming cameos and crossovers to the point that even the actor gets confused. Gwyneth Paltrow, who plays Iron Man's paramour Pepper Potts had no idea that she appeared in Spider-Man Homecoming until the Marvel director, Jean Favreau, mentioned it to her on his cooking show. Yeah. That, did you ever see that? It went, it went viral a while I back. I did not. I did not see that. No. They're, they're, they're cooking together. He goes, oh, remember that time we were in Spider-Man? She goes, we weren't in Spider-Man. We, we've only done Iron Man and, and Avengers movie. And he goes, no, no, we were in Spider-Man. She goes, which movie? Which Spider-Man was it? And it's like she was genuinely confused. That's so That's so telling of just yeah. like – uh, okay, yeah, yeah. so it can be dispiriting to see so much acting talent sucked into the quantum realm of the MCU, presumably for a tidy sum, but the paychecks alone don't explain Marvel's holdover stars. At some point, you want to be relevant, an agent who represents MCU actors said. Success is the best drug. This year, Angela Bassett became the first actor to be nominated for an Oscar for a Marvel role in Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Um, yada, yada, it goes into the, that goes into the Anthony Hopkins uh, line. Yeah. Um, I read this next part about, uh, you know, kind of what actors do after Marvel and usually has not been very successful. Uh, I think part of it, too. I mean, call me old fashioned, but after you've done Marvel, you've obviously made money for generations, maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. I mean, that's exaggeration. But like, you don't have that hunger in you anymore. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't you think, uh, I don't know, acting is still a profession, it's still a job. And if you don't, 
have the incentive to put out the best product and you're just going to get paid because it's the next down Robert Downey Jr. movie or the next um, Chris Evans movie. And people are going to go, oh, look, it's Captain America in this movie. I'm going to go see it. Maybe you don't put the best performance out there. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not I'm not going to say that. That can be probably pretty offensive to some people. But I think that's also like human nature. Like yeah. you don't have that drive anymore because you're not the starving actor. Right, Obviously, right. I don't mean literally all the time, but but still, like like you're not you don't have that dog in you anymore. Yeah, um, yeah. Marvel is simi- similarly gobbled up screenwriters, special effects artists, and workers from nearly every other profession in Hollywood, including directors who are often snatched from other genres. Taika Waititi made the vampire mockumentary "What We Do in the Shadows" before getting placed in charge of Thor. Chloe Zhao went from moody micro-budget westerns to Marvel's moody macro-budget Eternals. Career paths that once led to Oscars now lead inexorably to the some assembly required world building of the MCU. An agent who works with screenwriters complained, I worry for the film industry because if you're Chloe Zhao and you want to tell a story on a big canvas, mostly you're limited to trying to tell it on a canvas of a big superhero. He added, it's a pair of golden handcuffs. It's actually a pretty good term. Um, Any comments on that? Yeah. um, I mean, I, I, I think it's pretty accurate. Uh, assessment of what's going on in the industry right now um mm-hmm. it is frustrating um and i want to pose a question and, and we don't have to answer it right now we can we, we, we can we want to talk a little more about this sure. but i do want to talk a little bit about what we think the future holds for the film industry like yeah. will this collapse um and with that will something better replace it you know the the, the, the sort of mcu model and with that you know mm-hmm. would, would that lead to like a sort of renaissance like we saw in the 70s of like oh cool like now here's some original you know films that are actually doing well at the box office that are not based on four color you know superheroes um okay so um no i don't think this will collapse hmm. i think because it's still like grossly profitable Yes. Right. And that's in the end, this is a business. Yeah. Uh, I think in the seventies we saw that Renaissance because it was like kind of tackling new material. There were different, like, like free speech was changing. Yeah. There was a different, like people growing up, uh, born in like, let's say the fifties, forties or fifties, then growing up in the tumultuous sixties were then, you know, at the age to be making movies and had the influence in the seventies that made these really interesting and, and cool movies. Um, and told really interesting stories that just wouldn't fly in the fifties. That, that that were also probably. I mean, you know, like if like you know, a Taxi Driver was was uh, profitable. You know, it was a hit movie when it came out. Taxi yeah. Driver, if it were released today, um, would I? I don't think it would be very successful today. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so either. I think, but so so, but we have to define terms like yeah. what's successful? Are we like critically or like box office, like money. Uh, box office, but more, more because yeah, I mean, like yeah, you know, there, there, no. plenty of non-Marvel movies get get you know plenty of acclaim, but you know they just they, they don't often make a whole yeah. lot of money. But every once in a while, you you, you know you'll see a movie like you know uh, crazy multiversal a- in uh, Asians, and then like Top Gun, um, <laughs> where it's like, oh, this is yeah. you know this is it's multiversal. Did you make that up or is that thing? <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure I said it on a previous episode. Okay. That's really good. <laughs> Um, that's the title of this episode by the way okay cool (laughs) um Um, but uh uh so so i think but but to be honest that's the 
like the the I think somewhat sometimes accurate critique of of critics, for lack of a better term, of yeah. like the industry is that movies that no one fucking sees are up for the biggest awards in the industry. Yes. Like I saw almost I think every Oscar nominated movie last year for best yeah. picture and most of the other categories. Maybe yeah. I missed one no. or two. Like no one fucking saw um Dear whatever that one like like the yeah. one with the drug addict mom in yeah. Oklahoma yeah. or Texas or whatever that was like very few people probably saw after sun yeah. as like in like a general audience. Like I saw that in kind of like an independent theater in the East village or yeah. like that's not being, and, but people do go and see these movies. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and if I say like, I've seen a handful of them and like, I like them. Like they're yeah. fine. Like, I think they're good. They're not, I don't think they're bad. Maybe right. it may be some of the, I've heard some of the newer ones may have gotten stale. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've seen Civil War. I've seen Black Panther. I've seen. Mm -hmm. Ca I mean, I love Spider-Man growing up, but that was a totally that wasn't the MCU like it is now. Yeah. I saw the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans. I saw Iron Man. Like, so it's not like I haven't seen any of them. Right, um, right. They just don't hook me where yeah. I need to like be a part of the universe. Where like my brother, I think so. All I've seen, so I've seen every single one. Yeah, and yeah. he got into them like one summer and watched like every single one that was out there. It's like a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. So so wait, your question was, will it? Uh, I don't. I think we're seeing the opposite. I think people are, or not people, studios, other IPs are copying the model. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars has been doing it. I mean, it's it used to be an event when like a new Star Wars movie came out. Yeah. Like, even though they stunk, the prequels were an event. Right. Like Absolutely. I remember, I remember being so excited to go see. Uh, was it? Um, the Sith. What, what was it? Episode three. Revenge right. of the Sith. Or... Yeah, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Yeah, like so excited to go see it because it was like, oh, the new one had come out in a few years or whatever, and yeah. now it's and there were no shows really. Yeah. Maybe yeah. an animated show or something, but now it's nonstop. I can't yeah. even keep track. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know what's. I see something come out like Moon Knight. Is that Star Wars? Or is that Marvel? It's Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm like an idea. Like I. Yeah. And it says because they even had like they have Oscar Isaac who I do I like who I think is, is a talented actor. He's in the lead role, but it's sort of like Oscar Isaac's awesome. <laughs> like he's a yeah. great actor. I don't want him doing fucking Moon Knight. I'm doing another Inside <laughs> Llewellyn Davis or something like that. Yeah, like yeah. some cool movie like that. But I get it. Yeah, I, I don't know. But that, okay, per, no, I'm glad you brought him up. Perfect yeah. example. He did three fucking Star Wars movies. That's right. Yeah. He made tons of money. Yeah. Why is he? Why does he have to do a Moon Knight? Like why yeah. does he have to go do a streaming Star Wars show? Yeah, Instead of yeah. doing a, another cool movie, like uh, I don't know, it's your own life, yeah. but but like uh, for the good of art and cinema, like you're a he's like a sex symbol. He's a great actor. Like I don't know, man. I I don't think I I don't buy the excuse. Like it's hard to work yeah. for him yeah. for someone like right. him. Right, right. He has every he's a ridiculously good looking minority talented actor yeah he's yeah. wanted in the yeah. field You're right, like right. i don't know and um so so my my fiance works with uh some a-list celebrities right in, in, in theater and i think it's really cool and here's a great example of one like daniel radcliffe took the same amount of money as everyone else on the cast to do an off-broadway show mm, yeah. like he got paid the same 
yeah. to go do a cool piece of art, to go do a show that bombed in the 80s. Yeah. It was a, it was a Sondheim show that bombed in the 80s that uh, he wanted to be part of the, like that was on, um, on in other cities, came to New York, went off Broadway, and he got paid the same as everyone else. Yeah. Because yeah. he has, because he did nine Harry Potter movies yeah, or something. Yeah. He doesn't need the money. I respect that so much. Oh, of course. Yeah. And I wish other actors did that. Yeah. And some might, but, but again, not these ones. Yeah. And, 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 and I totally agree with you, but I think it's just, just the luster of like, you know, Marvel movies, you know, take my career to the next level. Um, you know, I'll, like I'll play some, you know, I have to wear a cape. Sure. It's dumb, but it pays twice as much as my, as, as the amount of money that I've made in my entire career over the last 10 years. Yeah. Um, it's true. just I, too enticing. Uh, I know. And look, you know, like I'll, I'll <clears throat> I try to be as fair as I can. Like, you know, I thought Benedict Cumberbatch was great as Dr. Strange. You know, mm. I, I'll, I'll never say that it was like, you know, like one of the great performances of, of all time, but it's like, okay, like there's an, there's a clear arc there. He's, he's, he's talented, but, but arrogant. And then he, he has to become humbled. And at the end of it, he's like, okay, all right, he becomes a hero, mm. whatever. But it's like, I can see that as an actor being like, okay, this is a step down in terms of quality, but there's an arc. There's something for me to do as an actor. Well, there's some drama involved. Okay. This is pretty cool. It's well, not too bad. Joe, you're killing cinema. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, you know, um, you know, for example, you know, Paul Rudd, where it's like he basically plays exactly the same character that he's played in all, you know, like uh, he plays Paul uh, Rudd. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but we who, love uh, Paul Rudd. Uh, but we love Paul Rudd. Like, yeah, no, I, I like him. But, uh, uh, who's that? Who's that director who does like Knocked Up and um, Judd Apatow? Judd Apatow. Yeah. But it's sort of like, yeah, you know, like uh, I, it was fun doing Judd Apatow movies, but this is I get to play a Judd Apatow character, but I get paid 10 times more. Um, you know, it's kind of hard to pass up. I, I know, I I know that, I know, Joe. But for the for cinema, like I, I, I'm in complete agreement with, with you. I would love yeah. to see Chris Evans be like, yeah, you know, this is you know, it, it was cool playing Captain America, but I want to do this indie drama or and and like I said, it doesn't have to be drama. It could be like, oh, I want to do like a silly romantic comedy, comedy. yeah, whatever. Um, but, uh, or, you know, I, you know, I, I work on this movie just because I love the director and they've made great movies. I want to work with them, but, uh, um, yeah, I, you know, it's, uh, it's Hollywood. It's, you know, I know. I, I just think there's a point where it's to you. Cause I really, I do. I'm not, I, this could sound so like pretentious, but I really do feel like if I was in one of these positions, I'm not saying I wouldn't take the bag at some point, but like nine movies, you have to make it. Do you do you not have enough fucking money? Like like no, I no. feel like my my artistic career would like th there's you can there's a worth to that. Like there's a qual like I don't know. Like doesn't that does that not matter anymore to people? I don't think it does. And and and, and I'm, I'm not, not happy about <laughs> I know I know I, I'm not happy about saying that. I'm just trying to be as as realistic as possible. Yeah. Um. So 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 the Samuel Jackson nine picture deal thing, um. Kind of a funny story behind that. So um, originally, Nick Fury was white in the comics, um, but in the early two thousands, uh, Marvel Comics did this sort of. Um, they kind of rebooted a whole bunch of their existing characters, and and they said, "Oh, you know, like we're to keep our legacy characters, but we're to set aside like a new sort of separate universe, and and we're going to allow our writers, these new writers, to do whatever the fuck they want with these characters. They can change mm -hmm. the race, they can change the gender, and and luckily it was not woke. This early two thousand, so it's sort of like do whatever the fuck you want. You could take a character who was originally a hero and make them a villain. You can yeah, do whatever. Yeah. You want. And so somebody said, 
you know, for, for this new iteration of the Avengers, the, you know, this is the, this is the Avengers of of Bush's America. Um, so, mm. so, uh, you know, they're, they're much more like, and, and, and even though it, it was a cool, fun comic, it was also kind of like a critique of like that sort of pro, like it, it, it was also kind of team America where it's like, we're also kind of making fun of yeah. know, the military industrial complex. Um, but they're like, oh, so, so, you know, like if there was a Nick Fury today in, in modern day 2002 or whatever, who would that be? And they're like, oh, well, he would probably, who's the person right now who, who best represents Nick Fury? Like, oh, Colin Powell, um, who's black. And so, okay, right, so yeah, let's right. you know, why not? Let's make him black. Twenty first century, um, you know, Nick Fury. I'm like, okay, but who's who's a really cool uh, person? I'm like, oh, uh, Samuel Jackson. So, so they they, they got uh, they, they based the new Nick Fury on Samuel Jackson, but they didn't get his permission. He he could have technically sued them for for stealing his likeness, um, mm. but then years later, the comic book writer who came up with the idea of of basing the new Nick Fury on Samuel Jackson, he met him um, on the set of. Um, what was that James Bond uh, sort, sort, sort of uh, parody? Um, the Kingsmen? Oh. Kingsmen? Uh, oh, was that a parody of James Bond? Yeah, basically, I, it was based on a comic book that was make, kind of making fun oh, of the, yeah. the, 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 the James Wait, Bond thing. The, King, the Kingsmen? I think that was it. Yeah, yeah. But, but anyways, Samuel Jackson he played the main villain in that movie. And so oh. the, 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 like 10 years after you know Samuel Jackson had been playing Nick Fury, the, the comic book writer was on the same set as, as Samuel Jackson. And he, and he went up to him and he goes, hey, I'm sorry for stealing your likeness for for Nick Fury without without your permission. Yeah. And then Nick Fury is like, "Motherfucker, you got me a nine picture deal." Like oh, Samuel like, Jack, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's yeah. like, "Yeah, he he was glad that my like sort of like semi illegal thing led to him getting a multi picture deal with a huge studio." Yeah, and I don't mean to be harsh to Samuel Jackson. Now I think about it, I mean that's 2009, and he did do Django after that. Yeah, he did do The Hateful Eight. Yep. I mean, maybe like that, those are all like, those Tarantino movies. Um, I don't think he was in. Was he in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Did he have a cameo or so. something? I don't know. So I guess he did do those. And those were he was really in Glorious great. Bastards in, 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 in a voiceover cameo. Okay. That was right around that time. Yeah, that was like 2009. Yeah. Um, I'm not I'm not picking on Samuel Jackson. I just would like I'd like to see him another shit because he's oh, amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Like, but here's the thing. I wonder if he's done like you know, I'm gonna pull up his, his IMDB because it's like has has he been in multiple movies outside of MCU that we just haven't heard about because the MCU is so Let's fucking say. big? Let's say Samuel Jackson. And like you, like I I I think he's a great actor. Like I think he's a kick-ass yeah. guy. Um, but uh yeah, he's funny, he's done a bunch of stuff. Well, oh, he was in the Hitman's Wife's. He was in the Hitman's Bodyguard. No. Yeah, we're just doing little things. Um, he's done a bunch of stuff. Um, but again, I'm, you know, we don't hear about this because you know, the MCU takes. Yeah, away. fair enough. Fair enough. I don't. All right. Well, he let's wrap his, up. He came yeah. his glass for M Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan Ding Dong. Oh, did he? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. I'm good to wrap this up because yeah. I think we we hit all the, the main parts to it. Um, yeah. To answer your question, finally, yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's going the other direction. I think more big IPs are just trying to copy, mm -hmm. carve up the, you know, because there are like Marvel fans or DC fans carve it up as possible. Yeah. To me, like, I'm sure it's obviously worked more than it hasn't like it's very profitable but like yeah. i'm someone who does love star wars i do love lord of the rings i'm not yeah. watching this shit i'm just not i don't yeah yeah it's too much i like to watch too many other things 
Like I'll watch. I've seen like every Star Wars movie. I'm not watching it in the series. Really. I know. Like a Nightmare yeah. Mandalorian. I'm sure hers amazing. Mm-hmm. Maybe I will eventually. Yeah. But like, I, I just I can't do it. Like like I'll, I'll see every Lord of the Rings. Saw the Hobbit. I didn't see the rest of them because they're they're kind of trash. Yeah. But yeah. um, I don't need it more. Like I yeah. don't need I don't need all these spinoffs and all these other shows. But I know. Yeah. The spinoff thing is crazy because I mean it's like okay so we got the Lion King we got like a live action remake of the Lion King and now and and, and like. I guess it did well enough at the box office, but it, you know, like from what I saw, like it, it got mediocre reviews from critics. Mm-hmm. But they're doing a Mufasa origin story. Um, Are they really? Yeah, I didn't know that. I don't know, man. It's like <laughs> you does every say... character need a, their own spinoff or no. own franchise. No, but it makes like... money. Yeah. That's what I mean. But that's what it's all about. It's all about the IPs. It's yeah, just. Yeah. But fine, you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, this is obvious. We've been talking about this since we started the show, yeah. and. We're going to be coming back to it, but I don't, I don't like where it's headed. There has some, we didn't get into it. There is some, um, what's the word? Like there's some, not, there's not backlash to the MCU at all, but like, I think some fans like yourself are are a little like, all right, we know the formula. It's getting a little, like they try to do too much. Yeah. Maybe just come like make a few, like make it more of an event. Exactly. Like I, I don't know. two movies a year was their formula, and, and they even said like, "Yeah, we're only doing two movies a year," and now they're doing three movies a year plus multiple TV shows yeah. and other things. And it's sort of like, okay, now this is just turning into a regular like sitcom thing. Like, okay, yeah. every year we get a whole bunch of things. Every year we yeah, get a whole like bunch of things. Eight, like, like also like Maud after Golden Girl. Like all these yeah, shows yeah. are coming out, and um, yeah, and uh, there's the one from what's the one from Happy Days. Oh, Chachi is the Joni loves Chachi. Yeah, Joni loves Chachi is that? Yeah, Joni loves Chachi and a bunch of others. But spinoff, spinoff, crazy. This is a different thing. Like the whole cinematic. I'm so, so tired of multiverses. And this is someone who I love, Rick and Morty. But it's comedy and it's funny. Like when they and they just go find it. Like this is not. I'm I'm done with it. Like I'm done with multiverse. I'm done with like the really meta shit too. We won't talk about it today. We'll save it for when when we do our next horror episode. Probably. Excellent, but like the meta ness of Scream, the yeah. self referent like it's been two movies in a row. I just wrote my review, I haven't published it yet for, for the newest Scream, and um, we can talk about that. But I'm kind of done with this like self aware multiverse. I know those aren't the same thing, yeah, but, yeah. but I, I'm kind of I'm kind of done with it, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I'm I'm somewhat optimistic, you know, when when even even fans like myself are kind of like, okay, this is getting enough, like. You know, it might not happen in the near future, um, mm. but I think that you know the bubble will pop. Um, and seeing other people fail at doing the MCU thing, because I mean, like yeah. DC, when they tried to um, do you know follow the Marvel for- formula, they it, it's it, it it's it's been very mixed at best. And now they're trying to do it again. It's like okay, they might do it better this time, but it's like you're not going to beat Marvel. But now the fact yeah. that Marvel, like the original, like the OG. You know, you know, shared cinematic universe. Like even that now, their films are not doing as well as before, and people and like the viewership of their shows is not doing as well. I'm like, at some point, this has to fail, and this has to be like, okay, audiences are gonna be like, okay, I just want like you know an interesting movie slash TV show. I don't really care about capes as much as I did. I know, Um, so I'm 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 cautiously optimistic. Um, Well, that's good. I I'm I'm not as much, but we'll revisit that. Yeah, that'll be an interesting fun. thing. Yeah. All right. Do you want to save the other article for next episode? Yeah, I'll just do that. Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah, let's do that. All right. Marvel episode. 
what episode number was this? 80... 83. 83. That was a good year. 83 was a good year. Yeah. Big you year. had uh, Metallica come out with her, their debut album. <laughs> Did they? Yeah. Um, Kill them all. That's, that's a big, I know that's a big sports year. Or maybe it was 84. Anyway. Oh. 84. Should we do something for 1984? We could do something for 1984. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like it's in the episode. Yeah, we could do that. No. Oh. Let's talk about it. Yeah. That'd be, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, everybody. Stay reckless. Stay reckless. Fight Joseph. the crits. Jose. Fight the crits.